Finance advice for sinks. Hi all, I'm a sink. Single income, no kids. Ha ha. Woman in my late twenties, lover of personal finance, looking for some financial advice. Basically wondering what moves could or should I be making right now. I make fifty-seven k pre-tax at a nine-to-five. Forty-five percent goes to expenses. Forty-five percent to savings and investments, and ten percent goes to wants. I have student debt. I plan to play the long game, $300 a month for 20 years, until the government forgives the rest. Well, one, I think you need to change that right away. I also have $4,800 in collections, but I don't know how to pay it off in one lump sum. So here's the thing. If you have a bunch of money in collections, depending on how long it's been, you could pretty much call the companies and be like, hey... Like, let's say that it's, like, for $2,000 for one of them, you might be able to pay $500 to get it off of there, etc. But you just got to basically be pestering them. Let's see, I applied to a zero-interest credit card, hoping to just move the 4800 but was denied. In the meantime, I'm saving for a house and retirement with my Roth IRA, 401k in individual stocks, any advice would be much appreciated. Thank you. So I'm going to answer this basically as if I was in this type of situation, if I was a sink, right? So what I would do is I would not rely on the government for forgiving the uh, student loan stuff because, one... I don't want to put my trust in the government because no one should ever put their trust into the government because when has the government really done anything good for people at a large scale? Pretty much never. How many times have the government basically lied to its people? A lot, right? So I wouldn't really put that much faith into the government into like forgiving this debt because it's only been recently that they've actually been fulfilling their promises but they've changed things still to make it even crazier because like who the hell wants to be paying on a debt for 20 years for like student loans two this limits your cash flow per month for the next 20 years right like you are basically trading 20 years of your life when you could probably get this paid off i don't know how much it is but probably get it paid off within like five years, right? If you were to take it very seriously. So I'd rather trade five years of working hard than 20 years of like doing the bare minimum, right? And crossing my fingers that the rest of the money will actually be paid off. Because the thing is, I'm pretty certain this $300 is pretty much just paying the like interest, right? Like the interest payment. But, okay, a better way to put it, the way that it's actually probably structured is like that's the minimum payment for the student loan debt to keep this like forgiveness plan going, but it's probably gaining more interest than what you're technically paying off. So let's say that you have like a $20,000 student loan debt. By the time 20 years comes around, even though you've been paying 300 bucks per month every month, 
that 20k might be more like 60 or 80k and if there's any mistakes on your part you're going to be denied the forgiveness so now you're stuck with like a 60 80,000 debt so and you've been paying for the past 20 years so again i would not put my faith into the government at all period i would put my faith in myself and get that stuff taken out let's see the getting in applying to a zero interest credit card you probably got denied either because of your credit score being bad or because of the higher restrictions that some banks and uh, financial companies are doing because interest rates are getting so high now that the government is kind of like putting um, a heavier foot on these companies basically in the meantime, I'm saving for a house in retirement with my four, uh, Roth IRA, 401k, and individual stocks. I would put literally all of this on hold until I got rid of that student loan debt and the collections. Because buying a home is going to be hard when you got debt to your name. Saving for your Roth IRA, yeah, technically you could do that, but still at the same time, the interest rates on all of your debt is probably higher than what you could be basically making in terms of like retirement investments, right? The 401k might make sense to like invest into it while you're paying off debt, only if they got like a really good match program, only because it's like a hundred percent return on your money for what you actually put in there. Like that's kind of like you can't really beat that anywhere. But other than that, you're better off paying off your debt. But you're just not really going to beat the interest there. Like, that's the reality. Let's see some of these comments. Let's see, this person says, pay off the student loans ASAP. Try using either the avalanche or the snowball method to clear your debt. Bah, 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 bah. Prep your own meals and refrain from going out to eat. Pause all investments, including IRAs. Just invest enough of your salary to receive your company's max matching the contribution. Yep, I agree. Once you have ended your debt, your options will open up immediately to invest and save aggressively for a down payment. You are denied the credit card because the banks are tightening lending requirements because the Fed is raising interest rates. You know, I'm really curious as to how high the interest rates are going to go. Loan consolidation and refinancing may not be available to you at this time. Your student loans are also part of the reason. After three banks failed in March, the financial industry is on edge, extending credit to anyone regardless of credit score. In this current economic climate, your student loans are a huge liability in the bank's eyes. Yeah. Oh, interesting. This person says, the original poster, Thank you for the advice. People say debt slows you down, but it never occurred to me just how much until now. Looks like I have some changes to make. That's pretty awesome, right? It's cool to see people change their perspective, right? Because if this person just stayed on the path that they were trying to do, maybe, maybe they'll pay off their collections. Again, maybe. They'll keep contributing to their retirement, but not really in a good way or efficient way. They'll be trying to save for a home, but probably never get approved because they have this massive student loan debt that's on top of them. And, you know, after 20 years, after paying the student loan debt, they're probably going to, like, end up realizing, oh, wait a minute, it's actually not going to be forgiven. Oh, wait a minute, I have a crazy amount of debt now. So, 
it's kind of cool to see someone like change their point of view on this stuff pretty quickly. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, so they say I was a dumb 21-year-old and got my car repossessed. That 4800 is the result of negotiating it from 9000 I agree I could, but it would mean reducing pulling back on my retirement and down payment contributions. I have lots of loans. $108,000. I have a bachelor's and finished my MBA in December. The rates are moderate between 4 and 6%. Any moves that you think I should be making? If you got an MBA, why are you only making 57k pre-tax? That seems super low for that. I think you could probably be making like six figures or close to six figures with an MBA. Like, why are you making so low? That's really weird to me. Hold on. Yeah, this is the thing. Like the original poster basically keeps trying to like say like, oh, they're trying to save for a down payment. They want to sell it, like save for a down payment. But the reality is, with that collection on them and the student loans on them, they're going to get denied for a home loan, right? It's just too much debt compared to the income, right? If you literally owe double, right, double what you bring in pre-tax, basically, right? you are in a pretty bad financial spot in the eyes of a lender, right? Whether it be like, you know, private or federal or whatever, like you're in, you're viewed as like a pretty high risk investment. So they're going to deny you. You're not going to be able to buy a home. So you need to get rid of the collections and pay off the student loan. Like you have to pay off that student loan. But this person really needs to find a better job because only making pre-tax 57K when you got an MBA is kind of ridiculous, right? Like there's no reason why you should be in that situation. You should be making really close to six figures with an MBA, like really close. At the very least, like 75K pre-tax, 80K pre-tax, not 57K pre-tax. Or at the very least, get it to where you make 57K after tax, like 